Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 9th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Tet, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, The dot, the place called now. Our basket, the good, is contained within. The head, the renewed, humbled mind, united with Holy Ghost. Now today, I want to spend a little bit of time really talking about the first part of every single declaration. I'm going to talk about the, the rest of it as well, the, the living letters. But, you know, we, t- we talk about every morning, we talk about honoring the spirits of wisdom and of counsel. And or we've got other uh, of the seven spirits of the Lord that we also talk about during this time. But I feel like wisdom and counsel are speaking today along with the letters. And you see, the, the Hebrew word for wisdom is uh, chokmah. And it, it really talks about this place of wisdom to me is really that place of seeing and understanding knowledge, hearing what the word of Yahweh is saying to me, but then being able to apply it. To me, when I when I think about wisdom, I think about the application of knowledge, but it goes beyond just the application of the knowledge. There has to be a deeper understanding behind it. In other words, I've, there's got to be more that says that, that I can see not only and not only understand, but that I can connect with other things. So wisdom to me speaks of not just looking at it from a single perspective, but from the perspective of the whole, for the, from the perspective, if you will, of the multiplicity, which is the words I'm actually hearing in my spirit right now. The, the, uh, from the perspective of the multiplicity. You see, those of you that have heard me talk have heard me talk frequently about a revelation that Yahweh had given me. Actually, it was an encounter when Yahweh took me in and he began to show me the diamond of Yahweh. And so when I look at the diamond of Yahweh, I see multifacets and I see how light can reflect and refract within that diamond. And as it does, the white light becomes a multicolored light. The seven spirits of the Lord are shown through that as the as the light hits that facet and then breaks open into the seven spirits or seven colors of the rainbow. Take your pick. I honor both, both the color and the seven spirits of the Lord as I see them. But this particular diamond that Yahweh had shown me was really a, a unique diamond in a sense because this diamond in sense um, had a light on the inside of that diamond. You know, diamonds can reflect and refract light from the outside, but this particular diamond was reflecting and refracting light from the inside. And I remember spending time looking at the the depths of that light and it almost felt like I was being transported directly into the center of the diamond. And as I did, I began to recognize Yahweh in the midst of that light. His light was at the very center of that diamond. And the light that was reflecting and refracting was actually reflecting and refracting from the inside of the diamond. And so it was a little bit different than uh, you would normally think. But yet, 
in that place, you know, Yahweh spoke to me and said, well, Daniel, you are one of the facets of that diamond. And so usually just, just with, with everything else that when Yahweh gives me like that, a lot of times he just speaks a single sentence or a single word or a, or a, a phrase or something like that. And it begins a process of being able to meditate and think about, okay, Yahweh, what are you, what are you saying here? And as I began to meditate on this, I began to realize that, that if I'm one of the facets, then each and every one of us are the other facets on that diamond. And as I began to meditate even on that, I began to realize, well, if I'm at the, if I'm a facet looking into the very center of that diamond, I've got a very unique perspective. I've got a very unique way that I'm looking at Yahweh. Matter of fact, those on the other sides of me uh, are also have a very similar perspective, but their perspective is not exactly the same because they're a slight, they're just a little bit, you know, they're turned just a little bit different on this round diamond of Yahweh. And so, you know, it began to make a little bit of sense because each one of us has a unique treasure. Each one of us has a place of the multiplicity. In other words, we are a part of that multiplicity of the of the of Yahweh Himself. And so it's 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 as the light was reflecting and refracting off of any one of the facets, it would bounce off of the other facets to be able to create that beautiful, fiery, brilliant dance of the color that when we held the diamond back and began to look at it. We could see the fullness of the glitter and the, the the beauty of the diamond and how it all worked together as one. So that in that place, every facet had a part to play. Every facet had a, a necessary part of the refraction that created that beauty. And so as Yahweh began to, to, to speak to me about this, I saw the multiplicity. But see, let's go back to the fact that we're actually talking about a single diamond all operating in as one. You see, in this place, if you will, let's change this a little bit because I can take that same diamond and call it a dot. And the dot of the of, of Yahweh, if you will, and the fullness of Yahweh. So in that dot, if you will, in that idea. Now remember yesterday I talked a little bit about the place of ideas. Ideas are yuds. They are the place where where a, 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 they're a seed, if you will. I don't like really calling them seed anymore because I really believe we're in the time where the uh, the reaper can overtake the sower. And so in this place, the seed is is just a part of the process or just really, I don't know, I just don't see the seed so much anymore because of the place of where Yahweh has us. However, and I, I don't know if I can even articulate it right now. However, there's still a place where we can still use that word as a, as a reflection of what we're talking about. So in that case, the dot becomes the seed and the seed be that place of, of where it requires watering. It requires a process. You know, the scripture talks about seed time and harvest, but I really believe that we're in a, in a time now where Yahweh has taken and has taken us and began to give us a revelation of just that the moment of now the place called now. And so in that case, the dot is, is still yet an idea and yet fully formed, fully complete, lacking nothing at the same time. Now, I know you're like, well, why does that matter? What, why does it matter if I see this dot as being completely formed or not? Well, if I see the fullness of something and I say, Yahweh, I know that in you 
all of these things are true and that there's the completion and I'm standing in that completion right now, then then how different would, would that make me respond if I am operating from the place where it's already done? Well, it's going to make me change everything because I'm going to work as if it's already done, if, as, if, as if it's already there. But wait a minute. Isn't that the whole definition, definition of faith? Isn't that what faith has been saying this whole time? That, that, that we're looking at it as, as if it's already completed and operating through that place? Well, yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. I just hit my coffee cup. So, you know, the, the, the place called now, this dot, really is the place as, as we begin to see. And for me, it began to make sense, especially when Yahweh began to show me the place of time. And I began to realize that every moment was really called now. And the most important time that I can do anything in is that moment of now. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is. Now we've heard that a thousand times, but look at it from a perspective when now add in Einstein's theory of relativity. Okay, add that in, go back and dig a little bit, and you're going to discover that one of the things that the, the theory of relativity proved was that the past, the present, and the future were all part of the same thing. That depending upon your perspective, that is how you could see whether it was the past, the present, or the future. And really, when you looked at it like that, you were living in that moment of now throughout all of that. It's funny because there's another ge uh, there's another geometrical way of looking at this. Because from geometry, if you're in a dimension above, you can operate and, and be able to hold in your hand the dimension below. Well, I know that Yahweh has shown me that we, we live seventh dimensionally at least. Now, are there more dimensions? I believe there are. But I know what Yahweh has revealed to me has been to the seventh dimension. And we operate seventh dimensionally always, all the time. We have even before we were saved. Kind of an interesting way of looking at it. So if that's the case, then even then I can hold time in my hand. You see, our basket, the good, is contained within. Let's take that renewed, humbled mind. The renewed, humble mind that's united with Holy Ghost and let's move in this place of called now. Let's see things as the fullness of now and operate in that so that the choices that we make today are the ones that affect both the past, the present, and the future. Let's go in now.